A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 18 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past. I do, and just to change it up, mine is actually football-related. Um, so, we don't really talk much about this whole state-of-the-game bullshit because, I mean, it is don't believe in bullshit. It. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, the real problem is state of the media. Let's talk about it for 30 seconds for my... my what is Rant. It, it's called? Yeah. Um, discovered my favourite... <clears throat> AFL media journalist. Who, I'm going to have a guess. Yep. Narrowly Meadows. What a winner. What a <laughs> winner. A Great on it. Calling out Mark Stevens, who's a fucking trash journalist. Yep. Um, uh, about him pretty much inventing the story of people being pissed off about Bernie Vince uh, smiling mm. after a game of football. Um, so, Mark Stevens is. I will give credit. She wasn't the only one to call him out, but she was the first and the loudest. Yeah, and did not let up either. Yep. Just kept on going. Did yeah, she excellent, excellent job. She uh, saw a pie getting bowled down the pitch, and she just put it over the fence, and then yep. just laughed at him on the way. Yeah, but it's like it's so refreshing because obviously the internet is full of. I mean, this is ironic. Yeah, dickhead opinions coming from us, but <laughs> but, we, but we've never shied away from that uh, assessment. Yeah, this we've, we've never disputed the fact that we're complete uh, dickheads who don't know what we're talking about. So to have someone come through with actual, um, you know, common sense and to be able to say what everyone's thinking and have everyone jump on board, I thought it was fantastic. Yep. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, Mark Stevens has gone on about how. Uh, there was outrage uh, online from you know lots of sources yeah. about Benny Vince, uh, um, you know, smiling and having yeah. a chat to so, Paddy Dangerfield. I think as soon as you mention the word outrage, you shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, narrowly has just gone. Who actually criticised him? To which uh, Mark couldn't actually answer the question yeah. at all. He was, just, he was just going on about, oh, demons are pretty keen to get on the front foot on this one. Uh, yeah, listen to my show. Right. No. Uh, <laughs> no. You know, you know what's annoying? The answer was right there. All he had to say is me. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, that, okay, that's fine. I mean, you're a reporter. We don't want your opinion. But that was a simple answer that he didn't want to put behind because he didn't want to put his own name next to it. Exactly. And the point was so, it was I mean, it's so true because now you've got, I mean, I don't have Fox, so I don't get to watch a whole lot of Fox shows. And I'm usually glad, but um, I might just actually try and get onto Nerali's, uh, on, well, she's on Fox. What's her, what program is she on? Fox Sports, yeah. Fox Sports, yeah. yeah. Pretty um, sure. What is it? Uh, game day or something? No, uh, I think What's she's on quite. One? She's on quite a few. Yeah, she's on more than one. Well, that, that's enough for me to be actually actually care about Fox, but yeah. I'm still not sure about giving Fox money ever. Um, um, I'm sure you can uh, find about. a way. Well, I mean, I find a way to watch it without without giving <laughs> the money all the time. Um, shout out to Buffstream. <laughs> uh, also, um, Sam McClure showing he's another trash journalist. Oh goddamn! Yeah. Um, Kobe Stevens obviously retired. Uh, was it yesterday? Today? Yeah, yeah. Um, through extensive um, concussions. Yeah, um, obviously he wanted to be the first to tell his teammates. Yep, not good enough for Sam. He's put it out on Twitter. Yeah, he's about to address his teammates. This is yep. what he's going to say. 
What a fucking cock. What an absolute cunt. What a cock. Yep. Um, I think there should be... This is the show that I would watch, and it wouldn't be because of the um, any sort of gender equality issues, but if you had Darcy Pierce, um, <coughs> Mer- Mer- fucking... Merrily Meadows. <laughs> That's okay. Merrily Merrily Meadows on a show and have any other any other person on there, that'd be a show that I actually watch for its actual, um, true subjective or objective opinions about the state of the game and actually um, researching it not just because you've played the game that means you know shit yep yep Yep. I I agree wholeheartedly Um, and what else was positive was uh, the support I saw for Nerily Meadows was close enough to 100% from from the nufties yeah Um, everyone said yeah good good on you yeah so I hope we can um, start punishing shit journalism by not falling for the clickbait not even reading it not watching it well, um, and let's face it, that's why I started this podcast, because I wasn't happy with the journalism out there. And I thought, you, you can't be pissing on the from the outside. This is true. You might as well add to it. you got to get in that. got to get in there. And, the yeah, and I think any time there's an unattributed quote, like, uh, you know, people were outraged. What yeah. people? Yeah. Uh, sources say that uh, so-and-so has been offered $1,100 million per year. What people? Like, if it's the agent, that's fair enough. Because if you're an agent of a player, fuck yeah, it's your job. Yeah, and there's been uh, examples even this year about where other journo's have said, "Yeah, we knew about that, but we held off because yep. you want." Like with all the coaches doing the uh, the slide. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. Apparently, all the journo's knew, but they're like, "Well, Neil's going to announce this on Friday night for you. We're not. Yeah. I'm not going to be the asshole to do it." You, you would have to be a special he, breed of cunt. Well, Sam McClure has decided I'm not that big of a cunt, but I am this big. Yeah, and it means you'd see. I mean, they don't tend to generally. Uh, pull back their cuntiness. So next year, he's probably going to up his game more. Yep. So yeah, but, fuck those guys. But let's be honest, Kobe Stevens retiring isn't blockbuster news. It's one of those ones you're like, ah, oh. it's not a fuck, fuck, I'm going to buy the paper. Yeah, it's just but a... for him it oh. is. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Exactly. Like for Sam McClure's rep. So yeah. he's decided to be the cunt. And the upside is that he's the first to report on something that everyone not at St. Kilda is probably, you know, mildly interested in. Yeah, but, probably already uh, aware of too. He, yeah. Yeah, he could have but, walked by half the people in the country last week and they wouldn't have known who he was. Anyway. All right, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Yeah, well, normally I go to motorsport, but I'm not going this week. Um, I know beer of the week is Brent's thing, but uh, I've, I've gotten quite partial to a few of the craft beers. Most of them Brent, Brent's introduced me to, so it was with uh, some excitement that one of my favourites got back in my local craft, uh, craft beer place, the Squid Rising. Weird name. It is weird. It's a fucking weird name, but yeah. um, I think you hooked me up with it at one stage. I'm like, it's yep. a fucking good drink. That was a freebie that uh, Mornington dropped off. Um, it was one of the one of the head brewers there used to work at the place that I'm at. Um, yeah, also on that note, I've, I've known that there's a new uh, brewery called Brick Lane Brewing, and they're a big conglomerate. Uh, they've got lots of um, personality investors. Like I know Eddie McGuire's in there, Billy Slater. Right, yeah. Uh, I think... George Columbaris and like everyone, lots of... Uh, so, big profits, Shane, no one's getting Shane paid. <laughs> Delia, where they're going for that mass market, not interesting stuff, just, you know, trying to take on, let's say, stone and wood and that sort of that sort of ilk. And I'm pretty sure they just got the exclusive rights to the um, Melbourne Storm Stadium um, to sell uh, their beer. Amy. I think Amy. it's called Amy, yeah. Yeah, Amy, yeah, uh, to sell in there. So, it wouldn't be surprising if they were trying to push into... Um, Place like Eddie had, which is going to be now called Marvel, yep. and I'm guessing since it's not going to be owned by um, United Arab Emirates, no, no, it was never owned by a major sponsor. The, the AFL owns it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, major sponsor of them. Maybe they're more open to having a major beer company um, pushing or being advertised through there. 
Uh, so that's one thing I, was, I thought might be interesting to see play out. Play out, yeah. Yeah, well, for mine, it was just um, a beer I don't normally get, and it's been out for ages, and then they got it back in stock, so it was like, fucking great. So uh, took that home, I think on the uh, Saturday, watching the footy, and uh, by halftime I was pissed off, so I thought, fuck it, I'll keep drinking them, and uh, I was about five or six cans deep, and hammered. didn't, didn't see the end of the game, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is fortunate. You weren't the only one by the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, my highlight of the week was very quickly also on the football. Um, I love that uh, Geelong won with a kick after the siren and still went down on the ladder. That's lovely. <laughs> At the expense of Hawthorne. I don't think we'll play finals, but I just that's a nice little... Ah, oh, that's all right. The rivalry's still there. It is. All right, we'll get on to the footy then. Uh, Friday night, uh, Richmond just far too good for St Kilda. Um, I thought that Dusty started off a little bit out of touch again. And yep. he's been half a step behind the last couple of weeks. And then it looked like he went, I'm sick of this. <laughs> it just went, I, this is how good I am. Yeah. I mean, really turned it on. That's been his season so far. And I don't think it's down to, I mean, it doesn't look like he's carrying injuries. It doesn't look like he's overweight. It looks I like, think it's just the expectations he set last year. Yeah. And I think the rest of the team has picked up around him. So Absolutely. he doesn't need to really go balls to the wall. But interesting to see coming to finals if he can step it up. Um, that's what I'm expecting. So I think he's it's back good to have a little slack, slack off period now. Um, Snag is getting the... Not rising star nod. Yeah, probably just because you know accumulation. Accumulation. Yeah, it's about yeah. his turn. In and the, rightly so. Yeah, yeah. I think just uh, not hard done by on other rounds where we had better games, but there were just other players that happened yeah. to step up and were more impressive in a less impressive side. Mm. We talk about the uh, the state of the media and everything. I know the the media and broadcasters' job is to build the game up, but before this game, they were pumping up St. Kilda to say, oh, they can take it right up to them. Like, mate, come on. Well, it was also we're Maddie's, not idiots. It was also Maddie's match. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, St. Kilda put uh, they had a ninety point lead against Richmond last year. I think so, yeah. And I know that because I brought it up quite a few times. Yeah. Um, but Richmond was just far too good, far too it often. It was never ever going to happen this year. And also, you look at the matchups. I don't think St. Kilda win one. Yeah, not many. Not I think many, they managed to win the last quarter or the last half or something like that, but that's when the queue was in the rack. A little bit. Um, I am yeah, That's of, a cuddle after you've already come. Like, yeah. it's, I am of the opinion that when it comes to the goal of the year, skill versus fluke does not matter. No. It's no. the end result. It's yeah. spectacle. Fuck me, that's, that's not bad. That's goal of the year. Jack Stephen, that, that'll do me. Yeah, I'll give him the money now, give him the trophy of the car, or the fuck you win. Oh, I think you win a wheat bix or something, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the double volleyball before it, yeah, and then to just sock it out, you just go, "Oh no, nah, that's good." <laughs> I do like that on the commentary, Bruce. They go, "Oh, can a fluke be goal of the year, Bruce McAvaney, without even flinching?" <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> that's it right there. There's there's three potential goal of the years this weekend. It was brilliant, yeah. all at Etihad Stadium. There's been some spectacular ones this year though. Like, yeah. uh, was it Fantasia a couple weeks back? No, nah, Devin Smith. Smith, that's it. Yeah, yeah. The dribbler. That bullshit dribbler, and yeah. then. Um, Corey, uh, Corey McKernan, Sean McKernan had one a few weeks back. It's been a brilliant year for those goals. It has. The, the fluky goals, I'm all for it. You know, it's a great highlight. It's uh, something that the Saints can take away from that game because let's face it, you know, they were never going to win. No. Um, and year uh, was great again yeah. as well. Six yeah. points is more than four. Well, that's yeah. it. Prestia's just been one of the stars. He's been the dusty this year after he's come back from injury. Um, he's been that the the steam train that's you know, really driving underneath the pack and, and getting the ball out to our, our other young players that can set up our forward line structure. Uh, also, Jax re- is going to resign, or is, has resigned today. Close to it. Rewell? Yeah. Uh, uh, a couple of years, something like that. Never any yeah. doubt. Formality. Yeah. yeah. For, absolute formality. Evan, uh, one of his best seasons ever, too. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. contested marks have yeah. been twice as good this year as they were the last yeah, decade. It was, it was two weeks ago. Uh, it was against North? No, no, it wasn't. It was no. against somebody I, I remember. You just go, no, nah, he can't be beaten. He can't yeah. be beaten in the end. Yeah. Might have been Essendon. 
few weeks back. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it might anyway. have been Act 2, actually, but uh, I haven't seen a better game from him than that one. Yeah. Well, well, the last previous years, there wasn't so much taking the mark, it was contesting the mark. Yeah. And, mm. But if you take him, even Now better, he's taking them. Even yeah. better. Um, Rioli's getting back into it, too. Yeah. It's just those, I don't know, those touches that he has, but he has them more and more often now. And so it, he's, got, he's got this great feel for the game. He's and got the confidence too. And that injury is obviously, obviously, like we were talking about last week with the Prestia, they've got the luxury of rehabilitating people in the time they need as opposed to yep. rushing them back. And you can see from Rioli and Prestia that uh, that's obviously paying dividends and obviously a luxury that we can, we can have. It's the difference of uh, having people try and force their way into the team as yeah. opposed to, okay, who have we got? Yeah. Um, which I, I know there's quite a few other clubs that are in that space. Yeah. yeah. But I think too, he's no longer just a Rioli that's on the list he's dizzy like he's he's got his own his own niche to fill well his uncle's retired and he's now the the uh, oldest Rioli in the league and Is I it, think Willie how, how much is between him and Willie uh, I think he's got him covered by a year or so uh, yeah fair um, oh I have to check on that because I know Willie played in the Sandful for a bit too didn't he yeah um, yeah I don't know anyway um is that it wasn't all bad from St Kilda they were beaten by a better side by 10 goals yeah. but it wasn't that unexpected, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, it's one of those ones where look, they did what they could do. Yeah, which and is all they could do. I think uh, they were outclassed on and off the field. Yeah. There was just they went in there knowing they're going to get beat, and they did. And they did, and they yeah. they didn't get humiliated. Like, I mean, it's a ten goal uh, beating, but it wasn't a. It was you, to be expected. Yeah, it wasn't an AFL versus a VFL side. It yeah. was an AFL versus a poor AFL side. On to oh, s- yep, hundred thousand members too. Yep, yep, yep. correct. Hundred K. Yeah, so big one for the Tigers. Someone's missing out on grand final tickets. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, on to the MCG on Saturday with Collingwood and North. When Darcy Moore was announced as a laid out, you would have thought uh, Big Benny and uh, Mad Jack were in for a day. Um, it did not happen. Um, I-, I was watching some of this with Mum, who's a massive uh, North Melbourne supporter, of course, and I even got her to admit Collingwood looked good. Yeah, It was more Collingwood were good, not North Melbourne were bad. Well, they were, I'd say... Yes and no. North weren't hungry. Um, Collingwood absolutely destroyed them in the tackles. Yeah. Which, if if they've got more possession and more tackles, they win. Like th- You can do that in any game. If you get more possession, more tackles, you're probably going to win. Yeah, it's usually indicative of a you know six to eight goal win. Yeah, or a complete hunger that North didn't have. The only person who I thought um, showed a bit of that was Ben Cunnington. He managed to get four fend-offs in one play, and he was the only guy that showed a bit of, uh, bit of courage, really. That's what we expect from him as well. And I think the story with Collingwood, like we've said on previous podcasts, is that they were forced to play young kids through their injury uh, woes, and those young kids are uh, better off from that experience, and now they're the ones that are really stepping up. And it's not unlike the Tigers' rise to to their parents' success. They're having a new young lad step up every week. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you go through, obviously, we go through a little few little stats just to pick up, you know, who's done what during the games, and you come across names like, hang on, Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's well, Sia? Yeah. yeah who's, and he's got nine tackles. That's like, yeah. fucking great for a rookie. Majacek is coming out of yeah, nowhere. And yeah. he's a 25-year-old rookie. He got, yeah. what, four in the first quarter? And that was strong marks he took, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, confident kicks. Um, Dugowie has continued on. Um, he's yeah. such a damaging player because he's now he goes forward. He's Dusty Martin in a couple of years' time. Pretty much, yeah. That's and the way he's playing right now. Kicks 4-1 and gets his own ball as well. Yeah. I mean, those are the players where you know you can plug holes no matter what where you're going. You've got options throughout the game to adjust your strategy to sort of either stem the flow or really put it to the opposition and make them uh, be on the back foot. Our good mate Joffa put something on Facebook uh, today or yesterday, and I shared it on our Facebook page as well. Yep. Um, 
a couple of years ago, if I was in charge of Collingwood, I would have sacked Buckley. Yep. As it have. sits right now, after 18 rounds, um, if he's not runner-up for coach of the year, then he is coach of the year. Yeah. Um, for what he's done with yep. that team, close. the way they're playing with that injury list, it's it's almost like at the start of the year they had five or six people who are now in the stands from their best 22. Yeah. They're no longer in their best 22 and they're still well, in the stands. It. Yeah, they're in the stands for good now. That's well, think, how it works. I think, to be fair, the argument was never that Collingwood had a poor list. The argument was they're underachieving for the list they have. But at the moment, what, well, they're sitting uh, third, fourth? Third. Third. Yeah. That's that's probably where the list is. Like, it legitimately would be the third best list in the league if everyone was best 22. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have said that. I would not have said that at the start of the year. But right now, because we, we didn't know that Stevens was this, uh, Stevenson was this good, yep. to go he's playing better than he's ever had. Side bottom's gotten better. Yeah. Howe's having a blinder down back. Yep. Um, Crisp, even, down back is yeah. going well. I mean, it's just you keep rattling them off. See, Mason see, Cox is useful. See, I wish, wish North would start um, giving their own players rumours of contracts because every fucker we do it to seems to have blinders. Yeah. Like and it, it does work, Since that, to go he's come on leaps and bounds. So it's North's uh, benefit. Good, good luck. Yeah, yeah, excellent at spotting talent. Just really poor at landing them. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think the Collingwood, um, if there were any doubts about where they're going to be, then those have been obviously put to rest. But yeah, like you're saying, with the list, you look at it on paper and you'll be like, yeah, you know, maybe it's all right, but the proof's in the pudding. Yep. And when you, it doesn't matter what you think hey, about it from an objective point of view, from a subjective. But don't worry about it on paper. Look at them on grass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They are yeah. attractive footy to watch. Yeah. But and in in fairness, though, we did say the same thing uh, last couple of years about GWS, and they played a similar style with similar youth. Yeah, I tell you what, right this minute they're looking good too. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They we'll, are. We'll get to that. They, you know, should have played in the grand final a couple of years back, but uh, didn't have the experience. Last two. Yeah, I think um, Collingwood are in the same sort of boat. Like they've lost a bit of experience. They've got that excitement uh, machine talent, but they don't quite yeah. have the experience look, on ground to handle the pressure situation. They're playing finals. Yeah. Um, and one thing that Collingwood does is they know how to play in front of 90,000. Exactly. Yeah, right. with plenty of experience. And one they, do this it. Weekend. they do it four or five times a year. And like, like we've just said, uh, you've got teams like Collingwood up and running. Um, doesn't matter what players on the pitch, they're, yeah. they're doing great. Uh, GWS, up and running. Lots of people who are, who are doing their, their part. Even Melbourne, I mean, obviously didn't get the win, yep. but up and running. So who did North throw money at? Someone from Port Adelaide who are going backwards in a hurry. <laughs> in fairness, that did come from McClure, so I'm not convinced on it. Yeah, but it's funnier this way. <laughs> but it was one of those ones where they go, Polek, and everyone's going, who? You said really? what? I'm like, hang on. A bit racist. He just, Jesus Christ. He just went to SA to go home. Yeah, do you reckon Polek... From Brisbane. Do you reckon Pollock read that and went, fucking yes! <laughs> you beauty! He like, hasn't even asked his manager. He's like, well, I'm playing better now, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the career best form right now. <laughs> Level up. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, it was just a bad day for the Roos. Um, you just put that out of your mind. Um, and don't worry about it for next week. Yep. I mean, in terms of positives, Magic Door had another really good game, I thought. Yeah, he's Kick okay. Three. Um, if he's not the most improved player... I don't know who is. Just he's gone from being probably should have been dropped four seasons back. It should have been cut. And yep. I think Brad Scott even said we kept him on our list too long. Um, if if we didn't have that contract, he wouldn't be there this year. Mm. And I, I I think it's very hard to argue against that. I'm pretty yeah. sure last yeah. year we just we said he should go back uh, and play defence. Uh, you know, you can go to the tapes. Uh, I'm not going to, but no, I'm we sure. We, yeah. s- we said it should go back, but it yeah. wasn't to defence. <laughs> it was VFL or yeah. Waffle or Sandful. Um, 
But anyway, yeah, most approved by a country mile. Um, on to the upset of the year, I'm going to say. Um, that way, yeah. Yeah, like, if, if you tip this, the fix is in. What about six goals four to one goal five at quarter time? Yep. And the Swans kick two goals 12 from there on. Yeah, I mean, was eight on the trot after that, from the second to the third. Yeah. Um, eight on the trot for GWS. Goalless, uh, goalless half of footy in the second and third term. Yeah. Um, I, I was watching the game, and it wasn't a flood. It wasn't... Um, there was no discernible um, change in the game. Yeah. It was just, you know, oh, we got this goal. It was one goal at a time. And they just kept kicking them. But it didn't matter. Even through that onslaught for the second and third quarters, you're still like, all right, when's Sydney going to turn on and yeah. just put this game away? And it just didn't happen. Well, look, I know it's a bit simple to say, but it looked like Sydney thought the same thing. Yeah. Do you think uh, Sydney have to tank from here to avoid getting a home final? <laughs> well, that's the way it's looking like. I mean, the sad thing is they're sitting in fourth and they're playing shocking footy. Yeah. Uh, also, Alir Alir just re-signed again for two years, I believe, today or yesterday. Might have been three. Three. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, North Melbourne unlucky. Can't, can't get their hands on here. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, it's, it is great for Gold Coast because, one, they did it without Lynch because yeah. it looks almost certain that he's gone. Yeah. Um, well, let's be honest, he, he's gone. Um, there, he is not going to set foot in that club again. Well, it's like no. he came to Melbourne and, you know, I don't know. It's like he had Tinder dates lined up for the holidays. Just <laughs> he saw him a at, date with everyone on every, uh, every, every meal. At the airport with Neil Baum. Then yep. Buckley went on and said, yeah, we've had chats with him, which yeah. I, I love the openness of it because yeah. it's fucking obvious anyway. Yeah. Um, and then they asked uh, Jordan Ruffhead about it, uh, sorry, Jared Ruffhead about it today. And he goes, I don't know. They don't tell me nothing. <laughs> and I 100% believe yeah. it. <laughs> um, they but, learned from the Talia thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I my personal feeling is that he's gonna be at Collingwood. Um and that makes Collingwood if he was there right now, yeah. um they're a massive premiership chance. It's a great addition for him. Um but anyway, it was good that they got the win without him and uh Stevie May um was there front and centre. Yeah. Um and said it's the best win of the club's history. Well just just on that note real quick, are they going to introduce mid season trades next year? Doubt it. I hope not. Because that would really mix it up. Although <laughs> you would find that it. the cash grab for finals would be really... Um, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I don't it, like it. it. Fuck it up for the, for the following season. It, it creates another avenue for tanking. Yeah. And that's how it gets yeah. used in American sports yeah. um, a lot of times as well. I, I don't I don't like it. You've got a, no. you've got a 40-man roster for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Use it. Um, with the old mate May, he did have a good line about this. Because apparently at the start of the game, you know, they're all getting out of position and he said, g'day to Buddy, and, you know, shakes his hand. He said, Buddy doesn't normally shake my hand, but he did this time. And then uh, Mays walked off. And uh, who was it that, uh, st- was it Thompson that stood Buddy? Yep. And uh, Thompson walks over to Buddy and Buddy's turned back to Mays like, are you serious? You're letting him stand me. You, you're not going to, you're not going to, it's just him. <laughs> Mate, what are you fucking doing? And they got legitimately angry. <laughs> hey, let's have a look at the score sheet. What's Buddy's got a big donut next to his name. That's, that, that comes exactly. down to a, a psych out on the stats sheet. Yeah. Does it remind you of the old stories of Larry Bird, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> He'd have a six foot ten uh, African American bloke standing in front of him and he's like, Who's cutting me? Yeah. Who's cutting me? Is it? Is that tell me? <laughs> you leaving me open, coach? Uh, um, uh, Aaron Young. Um, he's come across from Port Adelaide. I think this is his second year. Yep. He, he was always a bit of a goal sneak at Port Adelaide, but couldn't uh, string it string it together. It was a he team was a, of goal sneaks, though. So yeah. it was, it was, was a bit of an out-the-back player. Like yep. He'd be behind the contest, and if the ball went over, he'd be the sneaky one. He uh, was Johnny on the spot. Easy. Johnny on the spot a lot of the times. Mm. Kick four goals in this one by being Johnny on the spot. 
Yeah. And it's the kind of effort that you hope to get from him once or twice a year, um, but it's got them their first ever win over uh, the Swans. This is SCG yeah. as well, wasn't it? It was. See, the Swans yeah. have lost five games at home this year. Wow. Five. Yeah, yeah. The, the inverse Richmond. Yeah. Pretty much. So no wonder they're trying to tank. They want to play Richmond at the <laughs> at the MCG. <laughs> to see which, which one's voodoo's stronger. Yeah. That's uh, Ali V. Frazier, that one, isn't it? Um, uh, the only shame about this one was uh, I couldn't enjoy it as much as I'd like to, the show on fraud, because we were yet to play Carlton. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sure on that game at all. <laughs> um, but no, it's a big win. It's really good for the Gold Coast Suns fans. Um, what I do love about games like this is when the viral siren went, silence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's part of me that loves that. I would have loved to enjoy the shade and fraud here too, but I was still too pissed. <laughs> yeah. All right, on to Essendon and Frio. Um, uh, did it feel in doubt? No, I I, don't I mean, think... it was close all day until right at the end. I'm yeah. not tipping through for the rest of the season. Well, it wasn't in doubt, but it was just that that feeling of it's almost like when you see really long odds and you're like, oh, you know, maybe I'll maybe maybe it's a chance there because Frio's uh, current form of you know one or two games yeah. <laughs> they've they've done something, but you, you never really seriously thought that they, they were going to get there. I think I if, if they were offering fifteen to one odds, you go there, go, oh, I'll put a tenner on it, and then you'd be like, oh, maybe I'll make that a two. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But even at half time, four goals eleven yeah. to seven one. Um, it still felt okay. Three hour up, but yeah, Essendon going to do this. Aren't yeah, they? it's just a matter of time before they, yeah. they turn that around. Uh, second goal of the week nominee from uh, Myers um, just slaps it on the boot, massive floater. Mm. And as soon as he kicked, you go, "No, nah, this is going in." Yeah, and even he didn't believe it. No. I love it. <laughs> do you think uh, all this talk about the state of the game? One of the problems is Ross Lyon. I I've said that for years. Yeah, he's, he's a yeah problem with a lot of things actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. He, he plays negating football that's boring to watch which if, if it works it's fine but when you're losing playing negative football well, what the fuck are you doing actually mate? you're right on that because uh, in the last play of the game you know Bombers are up by three three or four goals yeah. and there's a minute 20 left yeah. and they're playing a loose man in defence yeah it's a fucking point exactly it's yeah. Like, yeah. you're not playing finals you might as well try and get a lad another goal or something yeah. well and all it turned out was Devin Smith took mark of the week yeah so I'm glad on that side I just thought you know try and try and do win do something yeah, yeah. try, yeah. try, 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 try and attack if you're not going to play finals so percentages out and you're trying to lose by less you're a shit coach yeah I, I, I didn't get it like if, you, if you're around the 8th ninth mark and you, percentage is going to be important that's different you know you're playing the long game but what's he playing for? He's yeah. playing for pride, and then he's decided, no, we're going to staunch the bleeding. Fuck I think, off. I think he's playing for a paycheck, and that's about it at the moment, because yeah. once he's contract up, there's no way he's going to get a job as a coach. <laughs> what's the contract's up? He's getting sued. He's, yeah, he's got a long-ass contract. I think he's got another two seasons, even. Jeez. So, wow. we'll see. All right, on to the Lions and the Crows. Uh, great game. Um, oh. And you'd hope that the Lions would put up another show. Um Shame for them they, they couldn't go on with it. But oh, you're willing the, willing the Lions across the How good are they the going, line. though? Yeah. Um, when it comes to the Rising Star, it's it's a two-horse race between uh, Dude and uh, Stevens for Collingwood. But you get the feeling that Cam Rayner is going to be the pick of that draft or the pick yeah. of the bunch. Oh, look, if there's if sports better taking odds on him getting a brand low within the next decade, I'm on it. Jeez, he looks dangerous. Once he gets <laughs> another season or two under him, God damn it. But he looks everything. Got everything. They've compared him to Voss, and I think that's the most accurate, except I'd say he's a bit lighter and faster. No, he's he's more of a marking um, player than Voss, I think. Um, I don't I don't know. He, he's more... Um, you try to think... More say, of a goalkeeper, like Parker, or... I'd say Voss was a good mark, but not many of them were too high in the air. Yeah. No, he was like, yeah, that engine that just fucking goes for anything. Yeah. 
put puts it on the outside to to. He's a goal kicking mid when yeah. he wants to be. Yeah, and Alex Witherden picking up thirty one possessions. Um, Brisbane, they've never really. I mean, in my opinion, I think they've always had a relatively strong midfield um, mm-hmm. team. It's just a matter of injuries and yeah. and getting the ball into the forward line and figuring out what they're going to do there. And oh, belief, hang, belief. Hang, hanging on to them as well. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's one who's managed to find his own footy and one that can sort of replace a lot of the injury prone um, midfielders that they've got or they've had had in the past. But how exciting are they playing at the moment? Like they're worth watching. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's really exciting footy. Yeah, and so. just and that's a, I think with a lot of young kids in in a team, that little bit of confidence goes a long, a lot way further. It's a lot yep. more noticeable in how they play as opposed to someone who's a bit more seasoned and they already have that innate confidence. There's not really that questioning. Mm. Whereas young team, there probably is those questions, especially where you're not used to that sort of pressure, whether it be from media or or even you know the higher ups on the board or or yep. other teammates. You know, breathing down your neck. And I feel like that they've got that little bit of belief. And sometimes you just play above what maybe your in, intended uh, skill level is. Well, I think, too, that they're a young side and they're a light side. Like, there's no real um, mature bodies yet. So you get to Hipwood. Give him yeah. another uh, two pre-seasons when he puts on some mass. I, uh, he's going to be a monster. I'm not sure Hipwood's got that in him, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't think he does. But they have... They've got some bigger bodies coming. Like Rainer's going to be an absolute mountain. Yeah. Um, McCluggies is there. Um, and uh, Harris Andrews, um, once he comes back. Mm. I think he, he might be a week or two away. He, yeah. He's getting back close. Um, uh, Hugh Greenwood, um, a bit like Aaron Young. We were saying Johnny on the spot a few times, but yeah. uh, he's had seven scoring shots and probably the difference in the game at the end. Um, so he, he's an absolute blinder. Um, on the other end, though, I thought Hipwood was kept very, very quiet. Um, which shows a, a strong back line. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Managed to take a goal, but yeah, got bugger all the footy. Um, also, Mitch Robertson doing an AMA on, on Reddit. On Reddit. Yeah. He's done it before. He's tempting tempting they, fate. I think, uh, again, let's just slam the media this entire podcast. Someone managed to turn turn a story out of it Did in they? the mainstream. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. Cause Probably JB. Don't I don't know. Those, I, to be honest, when I went through the, the um, AMA, I just immediately went, like controversial <laughs> first one so which cut are you going to whack next <laughs> didn't answer that one I was, uh, I was hoping someone would bring up pingers at a festival and punching blokes but yeah oh well yeah uh, young uh, Matty Crouch though if he, he, you talk about your darkies for the what? the Brownlow he's got to be in the conversation hasn't played enough games he's, he's in for it too much and you only need 10 Rory Laird will get more votes than him at, at, uh, at the Crows yeah I think Rory Laird's probably there but, uh, not best on ground there. Um, He'll be the highest vote. Most player. valuable. Yeah. Uh, halfway mark, he might actually be leading the Brownlow, I reckon. Um, but yep. uh, he set out four weeks, I think, as well. But I think it was a very Tom Mitchell-esque performance by Matty Crouch. I tell you what, the ball. Uh, Adelaide Scott Thompson retired last year or the year before? Yeah. Um, last year. Last year, I think. Um, carbon copy. Yeah. Uh, it's just that yeah. same frame. I think it, he's faster. I can say, if he was a yard faster, he'd be Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but uh, he's good on both sides of the body as well, and um, exceptionally well balanced. So you, you tackle him, you've got to really make it stick. Otherwise, yeah, he's yeah. just going to shake it off. On the Brisbane side, though, like if Brisbane won more games, Beams would be in the conversation for Brownlow too. I reckon. <laughs> oh, maybe he's he's been brilliantly consistent in a team that's been woefully inconsistent a lot of the time. He's finally managed to get people around him that can yeah. find the footy and not shit themselves. You know, I, I don't know if Brisbane's been inconsistent this year. I think they've only had like one or two bad games. Other games they've been outclassed yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but they've actually put some good footy together. Uh, I disagree to it. I think what they've done 
is just shit themselves a lot of the time because they've got a lot of young lads who don't have yeah. confidence. But you, all of a sudden, you get a couple of games in a go in a row where you're like, we almost had that. And you're thinking, I reckon we can get this. I reckon, yeah. we, I reckon we're on now. And then you get two wins and then you get third and you're like, yeah, all right. On our day, we can match anyone. I'm pretty sure, again, on Reddit, I saw a stat that there's only been maybe two or three teams that have had as many wins or losses as Brisbane yeah. the season, but had a higher percentage. And mm. so, obviously, that means that they're not really going into blowouts. They're um, having strong performances, yep. obviously, probably better than what, they're, what they should be. Um, but yeah, it's not really the demolition and you know, complete uh, disgrace. Uh, you showed me a good team from the mid-80s, early 90s. I reckon Brisbane to match them. Easy. I, I'd hope so. That'd put all this bullshit media state of the game shit to rest. <laughs> I, I wish we had a time machine to do that because it would be a slaughter. Yeah. It'd, It'd be, be a waste of a time machine, yeah, though. The, I got, I got the, time, the time machine is the media. That's <laughs> all we're getting. Um, on to clearly match of the round, which was uh, Melbourne versus Geelong. This is all over at three quarter time. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it kept on going in the stands. Oh, dickheads. How, how has it been that this year we've had about five or six. Um, Fights in the stands, and you yeah. know, mobile phones have been around for a little bit longer, but it just seems this year everyone's been really quick on filming it. I blame yeah. Trump. Why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've still never seen anything at the footy, and I've been to a lot of games. But I've been in a lot of heated games too, where there's yeah. you know, bit of not their hostilities, but there's never got to a point where it's going to be aggressive. No, there's there's aggressive banter where you insult people, but yeah. not. But it's generally funny. It's tr- you're trying to be funny. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like you're not trying to start a fight because who gives a shit like you get a bunch of people that are wearing the same team Guernsey as you yeah. win or lose or whatever it's nothing to do with you you didn't help that yeah exactly so yeah. if you're skiding off against some bloke it's like mate you were sitting on the concrete next to me yeah. you've done fuck all but if you can make everyone around you laugh you're a fucking legend yeah, exactly. exactly run with <laughs> yep. that like add 100%. to the game and the banter that's if you punch someone you don't get to watch the footy anymore so yeah. I do like that Gil came out and said yeah segregation <laughs> not happening because no. yeah. that that would just destroy the footy yeah. for me no um, but yeah, I feel like um, it's great to see Melbourne get lose this one <laughs> in, in this fashion. Okay, why is that? <laughs> well, because it's always so talking about um, banter in the stands. Melbourne, uh, one of the easiest people of, or uh, group of supporters well, to be able to pick on. They've been sledging themselves for quite a while. Yes, exactly. So you know, you don't ever feel bad about sledging the Melbourne fan base. Um, so easy, easy. Pickings, uh, you know, never um, uh, guilty pickings. Uh, have, to have they taken that from Richmond, that mantle, do you feel, in the last two years? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they're microwave. I think they uh, flambe their, uh, <laughs> their ships, as we've seen with that guy burning his earlier. Well, that, that's twice this year, though, that they've... Uh, screwed the pooch. Screwed the pooch against Geelong. Um, they've lost a couple of other close ones, which I can't recall right yeah. off the top of my head. But yeah. obviously, their big maxi miss one um, wasn't after the siren, but it was near the end of the, the yeah, it was like ten seconds earlier. Yeah, um, and obviously, uh, Tui slotted this one. Um, yeah. Susie, beautiful ball movement um, mm. down the middle, and Susie got it. Go, no, nah, there's no chance this is missing. Yeah, what I love too is uh, looking at the scoreworm. It actually looks like Melbourne won, just because <laughs> there's such, <laughs> such a tiny uh, sliver of uh, green to go back up into right the, the Geelong thing. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously being after the siren. Um, it's very easy to pick best on ground in this one. Um, Big Tomahawk was absolutely dominant. Yeah. Um, especially when they had that quick flurry of goals in the in the fourth. Well, that, that was exactly where he proved his worth. And, I mean, he's not been uh, reliable pretty much all season, but this is one where he's stepped up, 
uh, in the crunch and uh, obviously it makes it easier when you've got that midfield yeah. getting first use of it and putting it in there so quick so you've got the space and also you're getting a step ahead of your opponents you're not getting a two-on-one situation but to be fair this is against one of the ruckmen that's in the all-Australian conversation so for them to get yeah. delivery to him like they yep. did uh, just speaks volumes about their mids yeah at the end of the day you've got to keep him straight yep. Tom hasn't always done that in who this was, game he did seven, who was the stupid seven, fucker zero. earlier who was saying Ablett should retire Kerry yeah mate yeah <laughs> But nah. yeah, fucking media sucks balls, doesn't he? Well, like, I, you know, he's not in Brownlow Medal form, but that's not his role now. Yeah. See, the thing is, he's not at his best. His best is behind him. Yeah. yeah. But he's still one of the best. Yeah. I mean, you don't sack him because he's the 10th best player in the league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. But anyway. And you know. he's just uh, got a baby boy in the way, so you don't want to really piss him off too much. Well, I don't know if it's a boy yet. They haven't. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I have got that opinion. Uh, that um, Not opinion. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, impression. I'm, I'm completely just going on photos that I saw. And, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I did assume it was a boy. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be Gary. Well, yeah. you're almost obliged, aren't you? Pretty much. You've you got to keep it going. Um, anyway. Uh, it was a great final quarter. Um, it looked like Melbourne were going to do it too because um, Geelong drew even early, and they ca- and Melbourne fought back and then fought back. Yeah, just it's that one opportunity they just missed, and they missed it several times <laughs> right at the end. So were they kicking the final quarter bloody five points or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yep, five Pretty points. Much, yep. So they kicked three goals, five three to five. Se- uh, eight straight. Yep, which is uh, insane. Insane. Um, from a defensive standpoint, oh, you'd have to be given that back four or five people yeah. a huge spray and a huge workout because, I mean, you couldn't have foreseen that Tom was going to do that in the fourth. No. But no. you would say, hey, let's just make sure. Maybe chuck another yeah. guy down there, get in his way. You know, just in case we don't get first use of it, just in case they manage to shark Maxi, let's have a, a plan B. Or, you know, maybe just uh, kick a few goals ourselves, but no. Too but, much reliance on Big Maxi. Yeah. But I think this is where, this is the sort of situation they hired Lewis for. He's supposed to lead that back line. I don't think he did. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, close games, Hawthorne versus, versus Geelong. <laughs> Not a good track record there, you know? For, yeah, for, fair, for, cool, for fair cool. Um, but, uh, yeah. So it's just rock, paper, scissors sort of thing. I, I think he'd take that, yeah. He, he'd back himself for, for that chance. Um, but anyway, it was uh, it makes for a good story. Um, and like I said at the top, I love that the, uh, Geelong won with a kick after the siren and still went down on the ladder. Yeah. That's a great result for me. Yeah. Um, on to the Sunday game, Hawthorne versus Carlton. <laughs> Whatever. Record-setting game, this one. Yeah. Um, uh, Carlton cracked the ton. 100 games without scoring 100 points. Yeah. In a row. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's Fucking hideous. It is. And not surprising. No. <laughs> no. Um, and if not for a quick flurry in the third quarter when everyone went to sleep, yeah. um, this could have got even worse. Um, the only real talking points coming out of the game was uh, Daniel Howe, who's, uh, who's got five game suspension um, this afternoon. Did he? Yeah. yeah. He copped uh, two for a punch to the face and three for a trip. Um, yeah. It's a little bit funny because he's... Not an aggressive player by any stretch no. of imagination. No. But isn't it's, that weird, though? You get three for a trip and two for a punch in the face. I would have thought a punch in the face is kind of what we're trying to get out well, of the game a bit more. I say if you went the other way around and said, mate, you punched him in the face. Yeah. I don't care how hard it was. You punched him in the face. That's three. And the trip, he's unlucky because he fucking did it. Yeah. But it's one of those instinctive things. Yeah. He just happened to have broken his leg when he did it. Yeah. Which um, I mean, for, yeah. for Zach Fisher, which ends Zach Fisher's season, you know, who's, who's done nothing wrong here, of course. But, but I, I hate this inconsistency about are we paying the result or are we paying the, the action? action. Yeah. Like, and I don't mind which it is. 
as long as it's consistent, because we, we're, we said we're that, not. We said that last week too. But um, the arguments that came up at the tribunal was, well, if you've broken a leg, it has to be severe, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'm like, well, there is more severe things, but it's yeah, it's a good argument if you when you're grading. Yeah. Um, but I think I think he's a bit unlucky, but he fucking did it. You know, it's one of those things. It's unlucky, but you can't argue against it, really. No. So he sits out for five weeks, which is what Jeremy Cameron got for. Um, uh, knocking uh, Harris yeah, Andrews' head off. Pretty much the macho man flying away from the top <laughs> rope. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Um, oh, besides that, Luke Bruce kicked another five. Um, he's still uh, going strong for his 50 slash 100 uh, season. 50 goals, 100 tackles. Yep. That's the only interest I had in this game. Well, he's coming third in the Coleman, so he's he's moved along quite a bit. He's one behind Buddy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not his best season either uh, for goal kicking, but... Uh, um, no, he's doing his job. Um, and oh, you'd have to say Tommy Mitchell had a day out, but it's a training run. Really, yeah, yep. He was uh, given a wide berth. Uh, actually, I think Zach Fisher was his tagger at one stage, so Daniel Howell's done his job. <laughs> he's whacked the bloke he's tagging and knocked out the bloke that's tagging uh, the best midfielder. I think Melbourne, this, uh, Carlton at this point, um, maybe just try your own strategy. Don't worry about tagging, just, you know, see what you've got, what, what well, category you've got to work with. pretty much what they did. What I did like about the game was when Carlton kicked their second goal, there was still a lot of their fans there cheering for it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they know what they're in for when they go to the footy each week, and they're yeah. still there, and they're still cheering. Yeah. So yeah. That's something, at least. And fair play to them, because, look, if you're a Carlton supporter, you know success will come eventually, because they're not going anywhere. Well, no. Whereas well, if you're a Saints supporter, you think, I might die without seeing them win a flag. I can say, not since the salary cap's come in. They've, str- <laughs> they've struggled since then. Or policing of the salary yeah. cap, I should say. <laughs> they've still got busy. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, sure, you kicked, kicked a nice goal too. Anyway, uh, Bulldogs, West Coast Eagles, not much to say really. The Bulldogs uh, got on the board quickly, but West Coast Eagles, too strong, too long. Yeah. And, and they didn't even look that strong, to be honest. Nah, they just looked like... They did enough. It looked like both teams were running at about 75%, but the Eagles, 75% was a lot better. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, but it was Gaff just put on another display. Yeah. And is he... He's, he's the only one, No, he's the only one unsigned. No, McGovern well, signed. Yeah, McGovern signed for a big Which I, big, big I don't think I don't think's right. I think they've fucked that up because he was the one player not linked with North. Yeah, he hadn't offered him anything yet. Yeah, so for him to Sack sign, your manager. <laughs> if you don't throw that out in the media, the North offered me six million but over three years. It's it's put West Coast into a bit of a bind now because uh, Scott Lysette is a free agent, um, yeah. and he was like, ah, well, you know, whatever, Scott Lysette. But now Nick Natnui's gone for yeah. all of next year. They're gone. We fucking need you, Shit. champ. <laughs> but uh, and there's not much else on the market to, to you know. They're going away quick. The stocks, yeah. And, and in, a, in a weird spin, St Kilda have come out as the number one gaff suitor. So I don't know. Maybe North have just I, got let someone else have a turn being I, in the news. I think Saints were just sick of being fourth, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they thought they put their hand up first. Doesn't mean they're the number yeah. one suitor. They're just the first suitor. They're like, yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> seven hundred a year plus a monopoly get out of jail free card plus. Six pack cruisers. What what else we got around here? Yeah, it's, uh, it's like first bit at an auction. You're like, well, I've got a chance. But a 1976 Toyota Camry. But I throw my name in the hat. They're still looking all right, Eagles. Um, I believe they can still go all the way even without Nick Nat. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, uh, I'm I unconvinced. But look, it's a, it's a wide open season. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, finally, uh, the Giants versus Port Adelaide again. Another game I loved listening to because. The silence was deafening. Yeah, yeah. There's um, nothing better than a well, not stunned, but a, a what do you call it? Subdued. Mildly pissed off, uh, poor Adelaide crowd. Yep. 
Um, I'm all for it. Yeah, I oh, <laughs> love it. God bless any team that, that puts them to. I love to nothing more than ruining other people's happiness. Yeah, yeah, especially if it's an Adelaide team. Mm. Not yep. that I got anything against them, it's just really fun because it's so serious, <laughs> but it's so toothless. <laughs> Literally, like, do you, ever, do you ever hear about fights at the foot in Adelaide? You don't really. Oh, there's tons. It just doesn't make news here. That's yeah. usually on the bridge across the casino. Yeah, the yeah there, there was one or two this year. Um, remember in the bloody, uh, in the expensive rooms or, really? or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the start of the year. Was that Adelaide though? Not Port? It could have been, yeah. but it was it was in Adelaide. I mean, I know I know the cricket, you get, a, you get a bit of a barney going on, but you just get security. Yeah. It's because you got longer yeah. to drink. Yeah, this is true. And there's more students there because uh, they price students out of their memberships <laughs> yeah. in Adelaide. And, and Clarko snorted a bloke once. He did too. Yeah, deserved it too. Deserved it. Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, you you could have like the battle on the bridge. It'll be like a Mortal Kombat stage, where you're (laughs) coming from both sides, and they've got a little bar underneath where you could watch from. Only problem is, you say finish him, and one will drop to their knees and try and jerk him off. Um, True to form, too. Polek managed to get the most possessions (laughs) for uh, Port Adelaide. So, (laughs) fucking. Line our, our talent scouts have nothing fucking wrong with them at all. <laughs> yeah, Your plus, talent scouts must be looking at the guys, the list managers. Mike, just fucking get somebody to sign. We pick them. Although, having said that, it's easy to stand at the nightclub and point out the chick with the big tits. This is true. And I, I, I'm, I look at this more like Pollock going, fuck, I'm sorry, guys. All right, I want to stay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you remember uh, a few years ago, um, Dave Hughes used to do the... Um, what do you call it? The roasting of all the teams. Yeah, yep. Um, yep. I remember his Port Adelaide one was the best. Yeah, right. He goes, look at you, Jared Pollack, you know, sitting next to Michael Voss. You were no good up in Brisbane, now you're good down here. If you're good up in Brisbane, he'd still be coach. <laughs> <laughs> sitting next to him. I like it. I still remember that from years ago. Pretty true, too. And then he made a joke about them losing the prelim final against Hawthorne, and Ooh. they did not laugh at all. Oh, Loved it perfect. even more. <laughs> Sometimes those jokes are the best. That's playing the long yeah. game. You don't yeah. get the immediate laugh back, but you know when everyone sees that, it's going to be a winner. But I remember Chris Rock used to do those all the time. He did a great one where he's like uh, about Bill Clinton's blowjob. And he's like, half of that was Hillary's fault. And it said to Craig, Ooh, and he's like, I said it. I said it. It needs to be said. I got to say it. And just went on with, you know, she should have been down there playing with his balls. So, you know, Chris Rock when he was funny. He was great. Yeah. That was a while back. Um, so the Giants are back back in town now, too. They're looking dangerous. Yeah. Um, and they, I think they've still got a few players to come back. They're yeah. back to exciting football, though. Yep. He sure got 20 kicks. I did not notice that. Yeah, he's not into handballing. Damn. This is true. Yeah, sure. Kicks aren't what they used to be, but they're still, you know, they're still pretty handy no. at times. Lidzy game back as well. Uh, not great, I'm going to be honest. I think he's... First game back. Yeah, but... I think he's going to... I don't know. Where does he go? He's not got no finals experience, so what's he going to do? <laughs> How do you put him in? Oh, is he, did he win a final? Who? I don't know. Lids. <coughs> last couple of years, I don't know if he played in... in definitely didn't play against Tigers last year. Did he play against Tigers in the... I've got a feeling he did, but I'd have to... Oh, I can't remember. All right, I'll have to check it up later on. All right, on to round 19. Uh, Essendon are hosting the Sydney Swans at Etihad Stadium. McKernan um, season's finished, which is heartbreaking, to be honest. I, I don't like that. I, I, I love the underdog story. He was a guy that was almost good a, enough to be best 22 for so long. A journeyman. Yeah, yep. he was making up numbers, really. He was a, a, a Dutch boy with his finger in the dike. Yep. And by that, I mean, obviously, the, the yeah, dam. Go. But anyway... Um, and he, Career best form by far. He's by far. had more highlights this year than he has had since he was three years older. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that includes his fifth-year-old birthday and when his brother won a flag. But, um, yeah, missing out on that, to me, robs this game of something, something massive. It looks like Stringer might be back, so at least they get another forward. Well, there's a negative. Yeah, speaking of <laughs> sticking your finger in a... F- <laughs> <laughs> a little Dutch boy. Uh, Essen, I think, might actually get this one. 
Uh, every Sydney, chance. away from home. But say it's away from home, Sydney though. <laughs> <laughs> but they got they got rolled at uh, Tigers rolled them at Etihad, didn't they? Uh, yes. Long ago. So yeah, I feel like they're yeah. I think Sydney might be really on the slide. So Essendon might just put a, put one over them. Well, I mean, they lost the fucking Gold Coast. Yeah. I mean, where does yeah. that put them? Yeah. They they can't play that badly two weeks in a row. I think Essendon need to win. Uh, to, well, they have to win to make finals if yeah. they plan on it at all. But if they've done the math and think, fuck, we can't do it, they might uh, might tank this one. I'd love to see him just knock the Crows out of the finals. That would be kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, Danaher's still a couple of weeks away, yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know if they've, they've just pulled the pin on him. With that yeah. much time out, surely he's got to come back through the twos. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's a talent, but I think uh, you learn from the Nick Nat situation. Like, if you bring a bloke like him back too soon, you lose him for the next they, season as well. They didn't bring Nick Nat back too soon. Uh, he set out an entire year. <laughs> a year and a summer. So, I, I don't know how long you wanted him to sit out for. Well, he should have worked on the other leg. Right. <laughs> he rehabbed that so he one. signs that contract for North. Just, um, <laughs> lower the price down. <laughs> no, we got Ruckman. We got them out of rights. Yeah, you just don't play him. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's you put him in the two. I think Essendon are a chance as well. Um, but, yeah. I think it's a, a chance, tough, tough game to pick. Essendon are the short odds team, so I'm on Sydney. Sydney away from home is a good team this year. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Buddy's due for a day out, and without Hibbert... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Hooker usually plays on him. Hibbard's more of a small forward. Yeah, um, and as a matter yeah, of I fact, think they normally double up. There, there are plenty of highlights of Hooker on Buddy. Yeah, not good for Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I reckon, I reckon Buddy's on. I reckon he'll kick a, a decent five or six. I thought that was my fucking line. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> ga- match of the round by far. There's going to be ninety thousand at a wet Sold MCG. Yep. Richmond v Collingwood. We tried to get tickets and then went. I don't like those tickets. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, this is one of those games where they're paying uh, extra. Yeah, because it's not the, for AFL members. It's not the nine dollar um, for a reserve seat. It's twenty or something. Thirty, I think it was something like that. Yeah. Fuck it out. I'm not paying thirty bucks to no. sit up in nosebleeds. No. Um, well, okay. So no Collingwood supporters going to be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Suddenly it sounds all right. Yeah, and I mean, this is going to be obviously match the round, but on a, on a wet track. It's shame. Just, this is yeah, it's a shame because we rob ourselves of two young young teams that uh, yeah. play exciting footy and fast football. Um, uh, so let's hope uh, the Bureau of Meteorology it, can be as shit as they are and got it all wrong. I think wet track plays into uh, Richmond's hands as well. Yeah, um, I think it does too. Yeah, I think. Besides the style of footy they play, um, it also means like Nason, Na- uh, Mason Cox yeah. is a, a a unique weapon. Yeah, not in the wet. Well, it's, yeah, especially since he's now been sticking marks and kicking yeah. decently from 30 to 40 metres. Uh, doesn't matter to oh, a 50. person or, or out. 50, yeah. Yeah, actually, true, yeah, he's extended a little bit. But, yeah, I would see that the small mosquito fleet of Richmond, they thrive in that wet weather. And we've got enough people we can rotate through, um, not only the bench, but through all the other positions on the field to keep people a bit more fresh than probably what Collingwood can. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, see, I, I think this suits Richmond too, um, solely because if it's dry and Cox is grabbing marks, no one can stop him. Yeah. yeah, he's just too big, and Richmond don't have that tall backman either. They rely on their their small speed. Uh, speaking of uh, Basha Huli, any news on him? One more, probably one more. I one mean, more. that's that's another thing. Like we're saying, he's probably good to go, but why? Why take the risk? Yeah, take take one more than you need. Yeah. Um, Geelong and the Lions. We're all on yeah. Tigers, yeah. Oh yeah, we're all yeah. on Tigers. Geelong and the Lions. I mean, you'd think Geelong. Yeah, I don't think this Goomba. is a lockdown though, because it's I think not Geelong. They played their ass off to win the game last week, and those those wins do take something out of you because yeah. you've played just on on empty. Yeah. Um, and then I look at the Lions, and I think I'm not. I wouldn't <laughs> bet the house on them. Yeah, <laughs> you do, you do a bit. But uh, they've got the pace to worry Geelong. Geelong aren't a fast side, but they're a quality possession yeah. side. Um, yeah, I think Geelong will get there. I think, I think, I think they will, will but I think Lions will make it interesting for three quarters. Narkle's probably due for a nod for the Rising Star as well. He's putting yeah. together a good couple of weeks. Uh, Giants and the Saints in Sydney. That'll be easy, I think. We can skip over that. Yeah. Well, in the past few weeks we've had major upsets I don't see this as one St Kilda won't win another game you're right um, the Spoon Bowl although Carlton need to win I think three more games or four more games to get out of the Spoon Bowl so they, they've got yeah, the Spoon but yeah. 17th versus 18th um, I don't think Carlton are going to you've got the Suns coming chance. off their best win ever yeah yep. versus Carlton who are at their worst streak in history well, I don't know if can uh, Gold Coast have a fourth game fourth win hangover um, is that possible? I mean, they're from the Gold Coast. Hangover's a standard, <laughs> I thought. I mean, for them, playing at home is almost playing away because they haven't played a whole lot there this <laughs> season. So, um, yeah. And, yeah, Carlton are just terrible. So, yeah. Gold Coast I've there. got no pick. I'm going to draw. Do you think this is one of the times where the Suns have to make sure that the other team gets back on the plane and fucks off home? <laughs> uh, Crows in Melbourne, Adelaide Oval, Saturday night, which will be the game I think I'll be watching. Oh, yep, definitely. See, I don't mind this. I think this has got a bit of interest for it's everyone. Great game. great game. Jacobs yeah. versus Gorn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Be interesting. And Jacobs got back into some nice form. They play a bit of a different style of ruck, but both can tear a game apart if they're yep. on. I mean, uh, obviously I'm going for Melbourne because as much as I love to see Melbourne supporters uh, depressed, I love to see Adelaide supporters more depressed. <laughs> Melbourne need to show some backbone as well. They um, do. I think yeah. last time they, they lost a heartbreaker, they came out and fired. So yep. um, hopefully they, they can do it because you, you, you want to see them play finals, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think they've suffered enough. Yep. Uh, Dodie might be back as well with a bit of luck. Did he play last week? Uh, I think he got a uh, concussion. Oh, right. So, yeah. so he'll be yeah. back in. So, yeah. so he might not know what he's doing. He might have already <laughs> played last week. I'm back. All right. Uh, North are hosting the Eagles down in Hobart. Um, they're not without their chances because it's in Hobart. Yeah, and uh, I think we beat the Eagles the uh, season before last in Hobart when it was blowing a, ga- a gale. And it's one of those ones where it's uh, it's a definite advantage having played there it's unique. often enough. Yeah, particularly now that uh, West Coast never play in an open arena. No, no, they've yeah. got the big bowl at home, obviously. Yeah, um, that's that's my line. I'm sticking to it with my optimism. I feel like your line was blowing a gay down in Tasmania. But anyway, <laughs> so that, they do frown on yeah. that. It's, no, it's legal there. <laughs> yeah. They're all for it. Um, no, I think the Eagles. I think they might have uh, too much in the middle and too much up forward. Um, it's going to be good down back with you know maybe uh, McGovern on door or do you put door on Darling? Uh, no, I put Door back because Mason Wood will be back in. 
I and, think he's back in. Yeah, yeah. And, and he'll have to take that uh, second forward option. Door on Darling, then, it's not a bad matchup. No, yeah. I think it's great. Um, also, it'll be interesting to see how Zeebel goes because he, he's normally a pretty courageous player, I think, but he was not in the game last week and he would have... He would have been hard on himself, but you know yeah. Brad Scott would have uh, got would in his have, face a bit too. I reckon he spends yeah. too much time up forward. I know he can kick goals, but you, you need a big body in the midfield. Yeah. Um, that's not his call, though. Like, yeah. if the coach says you're forward and then you stay there, that's yeah. that's kind yeah, of the coach's call. Of course it is. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. Um, he wants to be in the midfield, but he doesn't have the pace. Yeah. But, but like you said, you're right in that when the game is tight and you're getting murdered, like your players are getting belted, you need a bloke like that. Just uh, get your hands on the ball. And yeah. just... Just stick up, like be a, a strong player and start knocking people on their ass. Cunnington was doing it all fucking match, but he had uh, no support. But anyway, um, I'm on North just because I'm woefully optimistic. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, maybe I'll just go the Eagles just to play it safe. I'd love to see the North get up there. Yeah, I, I need a few roughies to get up to get back in the office tipping, but yeah. I, I don't know if this is rough enough. If it was anywhere but Hobart, we wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, Bulldogs are taking Port Adelaide to Ballarat. Yeah. I, I want to find a reason to tip the Bulldogs because, like you, I need a couple of roughies to get up, but uh, <laughs> yeah. this ain't happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm on Port. And Port have had a shocking couple of weeks. Um, yeah. They need to bounce back, and, you know, they've got a tough run home after this. Uh, this is one they need to bank, and I think they can, um, yeah, but I, uh, it's not an easy pick. I, I just think, think not being able to have Friday night Ramsgate drinks will help them a lot. Yeah, yeah I'm going on port. The, the good thing is uh, Re- Western Bulldogs don't have a recognised ruckman, really, yeah. um, and neither do Port Adelaide with a minute at the minute with uh, Paddy Ryder out. Yep. I don't know if he'll be back. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, Frio host Hawthorne over in the West. Uh, Burgoyne should be back, and I think that makes a little oh, bit of a difference. That's a four-goal difference. There you are, the, the Burgoynes. As Josh likes to call Hawthorne. Yeah, I'm on Hawks. I think I'll get across the line. Um, I haven't played some pretty footy lately. and yeah. I mean, well, Snuck Frio. into the eight, yeah. but I don't Someone expect to win stay this game, there. Though. Yeah, let's <laughs> be honest. If you're talking about not pretty footy, free, I've got it. They, mm. they, they wrote the book on it. They yeah. are the ugliest team players. <laughs> without, no, without Fife and, to an extent, Sandlands, they're not worth watching. Like yeah. Fife is the highlight yeah. machine there. Yeah. Maybe Hill? The, the Hill's when they're up and running. Yeah, yeah, but they but need they they're quiet. They're outside. They need yeah. Fife in there, getting the ball to them, and then Fife running forward yeah. at three thousand miles an hour and taking screams on people's heads. But as it is, like if if you wanted to watch Frio play anyone, you're going for the other side because you, you want to see a game of footy. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, want to see people fucking about. So, so are you going to go if you're watching this game? And I imagine you won't. But if you were, would you be going for Hawthorne then? Yeah, I'd have to. <laughs> Um, all right. Fuck free medal. <laughs> I think that'll do us for round uh, 19 preview. Yep. Yeah, good luck. Peace. Right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.